Wealth Tactic Rebels, ingenious tactics to accumulate wealth for people who see things differently. Welcome to another entrepreneurial interview with Wealth Tactic Rebels, the podcast for people who see things differently. I'm your host, Kevin Dumas, and I've been seeing things differently in the wealth field for well over 10 years. And today I'm joined by a guest, Sean Walchef. How are you today? I'm fantastic. Thanks for having me on. Glad to have you here today, Sean. I know you've been busy, new father and all. <laughs> yes. Congratulations. Yes, uh, thank you very much. My, my wife did most of the work, but um, <laughs> yeah, we have a beautiful new daughter. I also have a son that's going to be turning two years old at the end of the month. So we're, we're keeping life busy and exciting. Yeah, that is. That's for sure. Being a new father is fantastic. I remember the feeling like it was yesterday. So congratulations. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those things everyone around you, everyone you love, they tell you it'll change your life. And yep. it's probably the biggest understatement of all time because until until you see your son or your daughter and the way that your you know, your wife has to go through what she goes through, all the women out yep. there and that's your family. You know, that ev- everything that you do with work and everything you do in life now changes and your priorities get set straight. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Absolutely do. Sean has uh is the uh, co-host of Behind the Smoke Barbecue Wars Stories podcast. He's also the owner-operator of Cali Comfort Barbecue, organizes Spring Valley Tailgate and Barbecue Festival, which is coming up uh, this August 18th, is it? Yeah, the Del Mar Turf and Surf Barbecue Championship will be August 18th, and then the Barbecue Festival, the Amateur Barbecue Contest that we throw in front of our restaurant, that'll be October 26th. Excellent. Well, good to know. So if you're in the area there in Cali, um, head on over. I think those will be some great events. Now, we're fortunate to have Sean here today because of what we're doing today. We're doing podcasting and podcasting in digital media is just becoming more and more prevalent and more important in today's society. And without digital marketing, we probably wouldn't have Sean here today. Is that right, Sean? (laughs) Uh, that's a hundred percent correct. And, you know, I'm always impressed with anybody that starts their own podcast and kudos to you for being another podcaster for putting out content and running your business. I have friends. So, uh, Derek Marceau, my co-host and I, we've published a hundred episodes, uh, Thanks. weekly behind the smoke episodes that really focus on business, uh, digital marketing, digital media, interviewing people that we admire here specifically in San Diego, but people that are moving the needle um, as far as getting their branding online, getting their business online and really making an impact in the world. And one of the cool things about audio is that podcasting is on demand radio. It's on demand information and it's a way for people to learn passively where, you know, I get into my car and I don't have a long commute, but let's say it's 15 minutes for 15 minutes, I can listen to some of the top minds in the world with whatever field I care about. If I care about marketing or if I care, you know, I can listen to Seth Godin. If I care about, you know, building a, a, a branding business, a digital agency, I can listen to Gary Vaynerchuk. I can listen to Tim Ferriss, who wrote the four hour work week. I mean, these people have come into my lives and become mentors and they've inspired me to read other books, to do different things with my barbecue business, with my restaurant business, with growing our events with building our media company. And for me, it's it, nothing could be more exciting. It's, you know, it's 2019. And if people don't think that the internet's impacting their business or their industry, 
you know, I feel sorry for them, but sure. granted the people that are listening to this podcast, kudos to them because they are probably someone like me and you that, that loves to learn yeah. and knows that we're never going to be an expert. We're always going to have to continue to learn a new skill and yeah. it's intimidating. The bottom line is, you know, I don't have an internet background. I don't have an IT. I didn't go to school for that. I mean, I went to school for sociology, not for cooking barbecue, not for running restaurants, but yeah. whatever you're passionate about, you can find people on the internet, on YouTube, through podcasts, through Instagram, through Facebook, through Twitter, through blogs that are publishing content that it impacts you. It makes you change your habits yeah. and changing your habits to do things that you want to do increases opportunities in your field or opportunities for your family that you would have never had otherwise. Yeah. And it's what's all about. I mean, even just financially, it's something that we at Wealth Tactic Rebels talk about often is opportunity. When you can set yourself up financially or like you're talking about, you're changing your habits, your skills, your abilities to put yourself in a better opportunity to take advantage of whatever opportunity comes your way, then you're setting yourself up for success, more success, better things in your life, improvement, self-improvement, business improvement, family improvement. A hundred percent. And you know, the bottom line is we live in the information age. And this is an age where people are going to the internet to find things that they care about. Yeah. You know, you mentioned I'm a, I'm a new father. Well, when we had our son, multiple families that have kids, they told us, hey, you know, it's really smart if you start going to look for daycare. And we said, that's crazy. You know, we're, we have a baby, you know, my wife's going to look after him. And now we have our second child. And my son is, you know, like I said, almost two years old, but we're looking online for, well, how are we going to find a daycare? We ask our friends, of course, we get recommendations, but where else do we go? We go to Google, you know, we go to Yelp, we type in daycare in our area where we live, um, where we're going to live because we're, you know, in the process of moving and purchasing a home um, in a different part of San Diego County, but we go to Yelp. And we search daycares. Guess what? Yelp is primarily used, what people know it for is for restaurants. So Yelp's very important for us as restaurant owners. But my wife right. and I, we look for other businesses and in different industries that are utilizing the internet to their advantage. And we go to Yelp and there's some daycares that don't even have photos of what the daycare looks like. I mean, that's a huge turnoff. Right. Or they have a website that's not updated, you know, that right. doesn't have a contact us form that doesn't tell us what their services they offer. These things are, they're just losing the potential for business. And then you have a company that is internet forward and that they're putting their brand on the internet as a priority. They have great photos. They have an easy way to contact them. When I send them a message, they message me back. They make the process easy for me and my family so that we can go tour a daycare. Guess what? The chances that they're going to get my money are much more than anyone else. And that's just the fact of the matter, you know, and that's just daycare as an example. Forget about, you know, as a barbecue restaurant or a restaurant or a wealth advisor. If I live in New York City, I don't have to live in New York City. I just want to go to the internet and go look up podcasts under who's podcasting under wealth management. Guess what? If if you're not there, how are they going to find you? Yeah, I agree. That's the way it is. That's what's important today. Everyone's looking online. They make quick decisions. They see, you know, if your web page is existed or not. I mean, like you said, some businesses don't even have it. Mm-hmm. And if they do, how does it look? Quick impression, because everyone's going through their phones like this, right? They're just going quickly, swiping, swiping, swiping. And if it's not something that looks modern, grabs your attention, has information that people need, next. Correct. And, you know, it's crazy to me that there's so many different businesses and different industries that think 
that the internet is not impacting their business. You know, the more that I have the conversation, you know, through podcasting, through interviewing guests, the more I realize how much opportunity is out there. And that's the most exciting part. As a barbecue restaurant in San Diego, California, we've been able to make an impact just in two years of podcasting where people all over the globe know about our restaurant here in Spring Valley, which is a off the beaten path part of San Diego. But we have people in Norway, we have people in Canada, we have people in Australia that love barbecue, they want to start their barbecue business, they want to learn how to cater, they maybe want to open up a butcher shop one day. And they've listened to over 150 hours of content from me and my co host, frankly, they know me better than my 87 employees. But that's because of the content that we're putting out there. Like you were talking earlier, where you said these people that you're listening to, they're now like part of your life and influencing you. It's a very personal medium when you're doing something like this with the social media. People see an influence in their lives personally. They think of you personally. It's a connection. It's a a connection just the same way that you you listen to a type of music and that you're drawn to that kind of music. We're drawn to things that inspire us, that move us, whether they make us happy, whether they make us sad, whether they inspire us to change a habit. For me, bringing podcasting into my life and being able to listen to these thought leaders, I mean, I can listen to Simon Sinek on any interview he's gone to, and I can just go to Google, I can go to YouTube, I can go to Apple Podcasts and research where's his content. And he doesn't even have a podcast, but he's appeared on so many podcasts. That I can listen to, you know, what this great thinker thinks. And it's like having a better than an MBA class. It it is. And I've done the same thing. I've listened to a few of his things too. It's Mm -hmm. wonderful to have that ability. So we know that digital marketing has influenced you and your businesses tremendously. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, where you started business wise, uh, what changed and then how you and why you implemented the digital marketing to kind of get where you are? So in 2008, my best friend from college, uh, Corey Robinson and I, we opened up a sports bar. We took over an existing breakfast restaurant, mm-hmm. which was about 10 miles outside of downtown San Diego, really in a part of San Diego that there aren't lots of corporate restaurants. I mean, we're in an area where there's tire shops, there's liquor stores, there's churches. You would never expect to find a full service, family friendly barbecue sports entertainment destination. So for us, it was very important. We came out here because we knew that there were people in the community that needed something. You know, we were in a part of town that there wasn't any great place to take your family to watch the game, to have a good breakfast, to have, you know, a good dinner. For us, there was a need in the village. So we fulfilled that need. But also in order to survive, we needed to find ways to have a competitive advantage. We needed to find ways to advertise, to do marketing, to do branding, because guess what? No one else is going to do it for you. That's just the bottom line. And if you hire a marketing agency or a digital marketing agency, they're going to give you a proposal. And at the end of the day, what we knew is that if we didn't know how to do it ourselves, we couldn't hire the right company, but we also would be in a position where we didn't learn all the opportunities that existed. And, you know, I tell this story a lot, but, you know, my business partner, Corey, at the time, he had a Facebook account when we opened the restaurant in 2008. And I made fun of him for having a Facebook account. You know, I was like, I thought he was just trying to get dates and pick up girls. And then I started, you know, on the internet, Googling, whatever, found out that, hey, Facebook offers a service that you can start a page for your business to get people to know about 
the upcoming boxing fight that's coming up that we're promoting. We're paying a lot of money and we need people to come in. Well, hey, let's put that on Facebook since it's a free service. Right. We were struggling to get people to come in the door. You know, we had multiple times where we struggled to make payroll. We, you know, we had to take out additional loans, raise extra funding to, you know, figure out a way to run this restaurant. I mean, 2008 was not a good time to be opening a restaurant. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't a good time to be opening anything, really. No, yeah, no. Um, and, you know, I had mo- many people that told me I was crazy and that I shouldn't, you know, pursue this dream of ours. But for us, you know, as entrepreneurs, you you go and you do something that in your heart you feel that it's right. And no matter what anyone tells you, even the closest people around you, you have to persevere. You know, we were lucky to persevere, but we're also lucky that we came out in a time in 2008 where we advertised, I paid money to put an ad in the yellow pages because that was the smart industry business way to go so that people knew you because people actually used a physical yellow page book to look, oh, I want pizza, I want barbecue. And then they go to the section <laughs> like, oh, this is a restaurant, we can order pizza or barbecue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it's a ludicrous idea to talk about. And it's only 11 years later. If you think 2007 is the first year the iPhone came out, June 29th, 2007 is when the first iPhone came out. And now to think what I can do with my iPhone, creating a 4k video, uploading it to YouTube, creating an Instagram story, and having the impact of all these people not necessarily a call to action to buy barbecue, but just that they see what we're doing as a barbecue restaurant, that maybe we're putting ribs on our smoker and we're cooking tri-tip for the day. They think about that. And then later that weekend when they're like, hey, honey, where do you want to go for dinner? Well, I want tri-tip because earlier this week I saw Cali Comfort putting tri-tip on the smoker. That's a top of mind call to action. And that's the digital marketing world that we're living in and people are going to follow things that they care about if it's too pushy it's too it's just not going to feel right and it's an on-demand world we're we're living where we dvr all the things that we love we dvr and we fast forward through i mean i've even gotten to a point where live sports i don't even watch live anymore because i have kids you know i have kids (laughs) and i want to spend time with them i love football but if i can if a three-hour nfl game i can record and cut it down to two hours and 20 minutes and have an extra 40 minutes with my son and my daughter, I'm going to do that. Yes. You know, obviously I'm going to shut off my notifications on my phone. So somebody doesn't <laughs> ruin the store for me, <laughs> but at the same time, you know, I'm going to do that. Tremendous impact right there. So again, that is some of the beauty of the world. Like you said, the connection and then the ability to get your information in a more efficient manner. So you have time for life. I mean, some people are Maybe they're spending too much time with social media and everything where they're not spending, you're not using it in an efficient manner where they could have more time with their kids and family. They're doing the opposite. I'm a huge fan of Gary Vaynerchuk and, you know, he has, you know, he's creating his own thesis on what social media is and, you know, a lot of people, how much, you know, it's impacting depression and how much it's impacting, you know, the way that we interact really Mm. You know, what he talks about is social media just exposes who we are as humans. As humans, we like to say, it's convenient to say, oh, a husband and wife, they go to dinner and now they just look at their phone instead of talking to each other. Well, maybe before there was the phone, they probably just didn't talk to each other. You know, they just weren't having an engaging conversation. So at the same time, you know, I don't think that the internet is the problem with the world. I think that there's so many incredible opportunities with good things that are happening. Yes, you can find bad things on the internet. Yes, there are going to be things that 
I don't want my son and my daughter to watch. But am I going to be naive to think that they won't find it? No, absolutely not. Hopefully, my wife and I can figure out a way to teach them the difference between right and wrong, and they make that decision for themselves. You know, and hopefully they're finding positive examples of positive people that are making an impact on the world that inspire them. You know, the same way my grandfather, he was born in a Bulgarian village in Bulgaria, you know, a third world country in 1919. He was, he should have been a farmer, but it was only because of a man that came to his village that started, an American man actually, that started to teach the children there English as well as how to read. He fell in love with reading. He read every single book in his village where he had to go to a different village to get more books. And that enabled him to become a medical doctor. I mean, that's information. That's what education does. And that's positive education, you know, and that's something that, you know, his lifelong pursuit of always learning is something that, you know, I hope I pass on to my kids as well. That's what it's all about is, is knowledge. And that's the more that we learn, the more we take advantage of all the modern tools that we have at our disposal now. That's the power. I mean, you as the wealth manager, you want to help your clients. You want to help them live the lives that they want to live. And how do you do that? You do that by creating content that's going to help them find you so you can be the hero of their story. Yeah. You know, you're the guide. You're the guide. They're the hero, ultimately. Right. At the end of the day, how are you going to do that? You're going to do that by creating content, written content, video content, audio content, which you're doing. And then people are going to find you. And that's exciting. You know, when they go in, they search your name, all this content is going to come up and that creates you as an authority figure in, you know, wealth management, wealth advisory. Right, right. And and there's another thing that you're hitting on there too, is, is an authority figure. When people are looking to do business, they look for someone or something as a, as a business that they trust. And when you have a lot of good content out that helps solidify you, whether it's you as a business or an individual, professional individual, as an authority. And that helps your potential customer or customers to trust you. Absolutely. The biggest thing that's happening now is that people are trying to use the internet to create, you know, a paywall system where, you know, they become an authority figure, but, you know, sign up here and then we're going to charge you money so that we can give you more information. The best people on the internet they're just giving away the content, all of it, all the secrets, everything, all their best stuff that they save for the end of their sales presentation. They're giving it away and they're helping other businesses do the same. So like we're a business to consumer business, but once we changed and started being a B2B where we're talking to other restaurant owners, we're talking to other barbecue brands, other barbecue teams, other people that do events and just talking to other podcasters. The more that we started doing that and realizing, hey, we're all just trying to figure this internet thing out. Let's literally creatively figure out ways to grow each other's brand because we we like each other. You know, it's like yeah. we have our sports radio station, Mighty 1090 here in San Diego. They lost their signal because the company didn't understand digital. You know, the company was so focused on this AM signal that was coming from Mexico that this is where they thought that. You know, it was like, if people aren't listening in their cars to the AM signal, then people aren't going to be listening. Instead, they should have been focusing on creating content for YouTube, creating podcasts, utilizing the internet in all the ways possible to help their sponsors grow their impact and their, and their brand. Right. Yeah. The stations that did do that, that started doing more digital everything, they're the ones that survived. Yeah. Audio on demand. I mean, it's, it's incredible what, 
I mean, we have my wife, she was very adamant to make sure that when the Alexa came out, you know, the Amazon Alexa, that she was like, there's never going to be another woman in this household. You know, she was making jokes about it. (laughs) We had a white elephant party and we ended up with an Alexa Echo. And, you know, I was laughing about it and she was like, we're never going to use that. But we had our son. And once bath time started, we told Alexa to play, you know, kids songs and she started playing songs. Now we use that every single night. And then now we're using it for more and more things. And that's audio enabled. When for me as a business owner, I need to know how to enable Alexa so that when somebody searches for a barbecue podcast or a podcast about digital marketing, that we come up as one of those options. Because what happens if you don't? Someone else. You become irrelevant. You become irrelevant, right? Right, right. Someone else will do it. It's the changing times. So let me ask you, when you were new to podcasting, right? You went out and you did a lot of things. Um, One of the things out there is something called podcast movement. So if there's someone new listening to this right now that's thinking, okay, maybe I'm going to get into podcasting or some other digital marketing for my business, why would it be important for them to go to that? I mean, podcast movement is just one example of a conference that could impact the way that you think about your business. I think just really, you know, you don't even have to attend a conference. If you think that podcasting is something that could be, first of all, I know that podcasting can be valuable to any business. I don't care what business you are. If you start podcast, because the act of podcasting requires you to think differently. Your podcast is about thinking differently. (laughs) Like you literally have to think differently than from all the industry magazines you read, from all the content you get in email, from every time that you've gone to an industry trade association and they say, these are the best practices. You can't rely on that anymore. You have to think, well, what's happening with who's the best in whatever business I'm in on the internet? And how are they the best? Are they the best because they create incredible video content? I mean, the real estate agent, Kyle Whistle, he has Whistle Realty. He became our agent because he produces a show called East County Eats. And he goes to different restaurants and interviews restaurants, does a whole production. It probably would have cost a restaurant owner $3,000 to put on a show of this magnitude. Creates it, puts it on Facebook, puts it on YouTube. He did that for our restaurant, you know, two years ago. And for me, that was somebody that was thinking differently. You know, he's a real estate agent. He's not asking anything of me. All he's asking that we, you know, cook some food, which is all promotion for us, which we would pay for anyways, and come out and he helps promote our show, which we can share on Facebook, which we can share on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. And that's content that's on the internet about barbecue in San Diego. That's great for us. He became our agent because he was willing to think differently. You know, so anybody that's in any business, if you start podcasting, it will force you to look at YouTube. It'll force you to look well, why am I not on Twitter? How am I going to get people to listen to my show? Well, you better understand Twitter or start to understand it. Right. And none of this stuff happens overnight. You know, I think that's probably one of the biggest takeaways I have from learning about digital marketing and continuing to learn is that Adam Harris, one of my best friends, I went to him. He has a, a tech company called Cloud Beds. Mm-hmm. And I went to him early on and I asked him, you know, I'm having trouble. We have this internet service. They made a website for our our restaurant. Every time that I need to make a change to our website, if there's an upcoming boxing match and I want to promote it, I have to email, you know, the webmaster. So I email the webmaster. It takes three days to get a response and then updates the website, but it's not the way that I want. 
then I have to wait another four days to get it to the way I want. And then guess what? The fight's two days later. Right. You know, Google needs that time for SEO, for search engine optimization, right. in order to gather those analytics so that it actually sends people when they search, hey, Mayweather and Pacquiao are fighting. Where can I watch it in San Diego? I want Cali Comfort to come to the top of that page. Adam told me at that time, he's like, you need to not be so intimidated of the internet. Basically, the internet, the new internet is built in a way that if you and me can't figure it out, then it's a bad platform. You need to move your services otherwise. So he put us onto WordPress, which is something that if you understand Microsoft Word, if you, you know, if you can send out an email, you can figure out how to do WordPress. And it was, it was really empowering for me because I was able to update those fight night events by myself. You know, I didn't have to have somebody in the middle to help me do that. And I could put that content out and I could see, Hey, look at how many people came from their internet result. And I can sign up for Google Analytics to actually get that. And I could put Google Alert, something that, you know, if there's any takeaway from this podcast for your listeners, I would highly, highly suggest that they stop listening and they go to Google and they put their name in and the name of their company and pull up the Google results. At the bottom, it'll say set up an alert. You can set up an alert for your name. You can set up an alert for your business. You can set up an alert for fight night in San Diego. So anytime content is created, Google's going to let me know, hey, Fight Night in San Diego, these restaurants, they're the ones that are doing it right. They have the right algorithm to understand that that's where, and guess what? That's where those people are going to go. That's where I'm going to go. You know, if I, if I come to New Jersey and I want to watch the fight, I'm going to ask somebody that knows, but most likely I'll ask Google or I'll ask Siri or, you know, Alexa. Right. That's the world we live in. Or I'll go to Yelp. Right. And if you're not on those places, I'm not going there. That's just the bottom line. Google alert. Do you have a Google alert set up, Kevin? I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, if I get, if I get you to do it, then, that, then I won. <laughs> you won something for sure. Then one I won something. Time, good. Right? And then every time that Google alert is something, some good content that's getting put out by you or something that you've been quoted in Forbes, then you're, then you're on the right path. Yeah. Excellent. So we've already touched on a little bit about the fact that you self-taught yourself how to do all the digital marketing, right? Do you have any yeah. um, maybe tips for our listeners today to help them learn on their own? To be frankly honest with you, I think that's something that's just more self-awareness. Mm-hmm. That You have to be curious and you have to want to know. The problem is everyone wants to pay someone to do social media for them. I don't have time to do it. You can not have time to do it, or you can just figure out a way to do it. Guess what? Your phone, your smartphone, it better be a great smartphone. If you're investing in anything in your business, you better be upgrading your smartphone. You better be updating the software and get over the fact that you might not understand it. It's very intimidating. I mean, even for me, somebody that I made fun of iPhones until I actually, you know, jumped off the cliff and got one and I realized how much I love the technology. You know, but I still have a desktop. You know, I still have a way to go. You know, it's like, I'm not an expert by any means. And anyone that says they're an expert, I'd be skeptical of, you know, because everyone's playing in a new world. TVs are in jeopardy. You know, newspapers are in jeopardy. Magazines are in jeopardy. Look at these businesses that are closing. I mean, you and I spoke before. I can't take my son to Toys R Us. Yeah. That's absolutely insane to me to think that a place that I grew up where I would always want my mom, you know, it was like, my birthday and she's taking me on my special trip to Toys R Us to go. It was a playground. It was just the most amazing place on earth. It was, you know, 
And to think that there is no Toys R Us, you know, Sears is bankrupt. Sears, are you yeah, serious? I know. But Blockbuster. I mean, these companies, and they made fun of Netflix. And now look at Netflix. I mean, when we move into our new home, I just talked to, you know, my wife the other day. We're not going to have direct TV and direct TV was something that was huge. I mean, it, it's not cable. It was direct TV. It was satellite, but right. now we're just going to stream. Yeah. That's what why, because we're going to cut the cord because yeah. we're not going to pay the money because we watch stuff on demand. We're going to yeah. watch, you know, we'll probably get YouTube TV. Will it be inconvenient? Yeah. It'll probably be inconvenient for the first week or two weeks because I don't, you know, get whatever content I wanted before, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. It's the internet. And that's what we do. We don't have, I haven't had cable in actually a couple of years. Been a little while since I've had cable. I just, I stream everything now. And they now, even cable has streaming services. So you can mm-hmm. still just get just what you want when yep. you want it. You know, it's on demand. On demand. Before we, we end for the day, you've had a lot of experience, successes, failures, and everything along the way. Part of our, our motto with Wealth Tactic Rebels is avoiding losses. So, in your experience, is there something that maybe you've done that maybe you shouldn't have or happened that you wish you had been able to, you know, stop from the get-go? Something that you can give for a hint to our listeners to either avoid or not do? On a personal level, I think communication is probably the most important thing that that anyone can do. And, you know, most recently, my co-host, uh, Derek Marceau, and I, we were going to open up another butcher shop together and um, I was going to be a part of that business, but really it was his business. Mm-hmm. And because we had done so many, we still do the barbecue events together. We had done the podcast together. We just added another layer to our friendship and to our business yep. that made things more complicated than they had ever been. And instead of communicating more, we started communicating less. Wow. That was a real tough time and we're still working our way through that. I'm not going to be helping him open up that store, at least not from a partnership level. From a friendship level, I'm going to help him. And from a media level, I'm going to help him. But I think, you know, doing the things that you love, but just also being as, as clear as you can about them because stuff in life happens. And, um, just like we're talking about digital marketing. I mean, you post something on social media and your wife sees it and she's like, you know, well, you never told me about that. You know, it's like, well, I didn't think I was, or I was too busy. And like, well, we need to have these conversations, you know, as men, as leaders, if it's something that we care about, if it's something we're passionate about, at least we can say that we have the conversation. This is our intention. You know, you let your, whatever your dreams are, no matter how crazy they are, you let them be known. If they say, oh, those are crazy dreams, but at least you said it, you know, I want to write a book and I plan on writing a book and I'm saying it now because I want that to happen and I want it to be a great book. It might not be, it might not be read by anybody, but at least I've said it. And now I can hold myself accountable. No matter how many people laugh at me about it, I'm going to make that happen. Good. Excellent. All right. So before, before we go, is there anything you'd like to say to our listeners? Absolutely. Set up a Google alert. <laughs> set up a Google alert. Right. Set, up a Google, set up a Google alert on anything that you care about, anything that you're passionate about. And then it will help create the curiosity wheel of how to start hacking the internet on your own terms. Excellent. Good advice. So thank you, Sean. I appreciate your time here today. Valuable information for our listeners. Digital marketing, it's so important. We've all got to be there, understand it, evolve with it, utilize it, take advantage of it. Sean, I'm going to put your contact information for for your business and your podcast and everything on our show notes page. If you're wondering his address of his uh, restaurant, I'm going to put it there, everything. And yeah. uh, 
you know, wealthtacticrebels.com. If anyone's in San Diego, please reach out on the internet and let us know that you heard us on the podcast. And uh, we'd love, we'd love to show you around and show you what we do. Have a conversation, treat you like royalty. Excellent. Great. Fantastic. Thank you. Appreciate that, Sean. And Absolutely. Hopefully someone takes you up on that because uh, that's a great, a great opportunity there to, to get to see something that normally you wouldn't get to do. Go to wealthtacticrebels.com and go to the show notes page for Sean. While you're there, you can download our free guide to the three key areas. You could be losing money unknowingly and unnecessarily. And all we ask for that is your email and maybe your first name. And uh, we'll put you on our mailing list so that you can be alerted when our new episodes come out. So, Sean, good luck to you and your, your new child and your family. Thank you very much. We look forward to seeing you in San Diego someday, Kevin. I will definitely look you up when I come. And you better. I know, I will. I'll have my alerts on, so I'll know if you're here or not. <laughs> you, you'll know. There we go. We have Google <laughs> alerts all set up to warn you. That's right. Uh, well, Tactic Rebels, thanks for listening today, and have a fantastic day. Want to really see things differently? Take our course in Genius Tactics 201, where we teach you all the wealth accumulating tactics with detailed real-life examples, See your progress with quizzes and a certificate of completion. For course details, visit WealthTacticRebels.com. Sign up today and start seeing things differently. This presentation is intended as informational only. Information presented does not consider your particular financial objectives, risk tolerance, time horizon, or other unique circumstances, and does not constitute a personalized recommendation or replace the advice of a financial, tax, or legal advisor or other qualified professionals. Do your own research and do not use the information of this presentation in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional. To the best of our ability, We provide content that is accurate as of the date of release. However, we give no assurance or guarantee regarding its accuracy, timeliness, completeness, or applicability. We assume no liability for the information of this and related presentations.